Black revolutionaries, distillery owners, Italian fashion retailers, and Motown Grammy winners all share their best stories never before told in any other media outlets on Detroit Is Different. Visit DetroitIsDifferent.com or download the Detroit Is Different app on Apple's App Store or Google's Play Store. All right, we are back in full effect in the Detroit Is Different podcast studios, and it's just a day full of energy full of ideas, full of new business. And really for a lot of people, people think business is money, which that's part of it. It's almost like stats in sports, but it's creativity. <laughs> and when I think about creativity in business, our, our Detroit is different's own home. Uh, one of the one of the most creative, <laughs> most fulfilled, most, most uh, beautiful and thought, brilliant mind, brilliant, all types of stuff. All those you know, things. I can't think of... <laughs> More adjectives. And she was like, you know, I ain't been on Detroit is Different in forever. And I was like, damn, you ain't been on Detroit is Different Yes, I have not. So uh, you hear the voice. Now you see the face. Jennifer Crawford, how you doing? Thank you. I am so, I'm doing great. I'm a little tired, but I am excited to be here uh, at Detroit is Different with you, Kari. You are mm -hmm. doing so many great and amazing things. And you know, I always like to sit down and talk to you. You've always been so supportive of Ask Jennifer, all things Detroit, all of the things that I have going on. Um, it's been one hell of a weekend. <laughs> I can imagine because uh, all things Detroit, if people don't know, you can reference back. You can reference, first off, her podcast on the network, which will be relaunching very soon. So stay tuned for that. Uh, you can reference that. You can also reference our, our other interviews. Or if you Google, if you're in the Detroit area, you turn on any television, you're probably going to see something. And you're going to be like, man, I go to Easter Market anyway. No, this ain't your usual Easter Market experience. It is not. Even though, you know, you like the spinach, you, you, you like your <laughs> tomatoes. It is a marketplace full of makers of all types of things that has grown and blossomed and it's busting out the seams to the point where like if you have something to sell and you call in Jennifer right now like hey I want to get a booth you know what I'm saying I got an eight foot table guess what if you don't sign up like probably like within three days of it going live you will be waiting till next time all things Detroit comes together that is true that is true we are excited to be back at the Eastern Market uh you know what? Next week, April 10th, now it is actually All Things Detroit Day. That is the go. difference. That is the difference. It is All Things Detroit Day. And one thing they asked me on the news today, they asked me, like, what is the push for this event, right? Like, mm -hmm. what is it that you want people to know about this event that, um, that you're excited about? And I said, when you come to this event... You are supporting people who are feeding their families. You are supporting people who not only have a passion for doing what they love, but the money that they make at this event is how they're feeding their families because this is their job. This is their career. And so I reiterate that every time I'm pushing this event. But it's, you know, we got 313 Day, but nothing is like All Things Detroit Day. I feel yeah. like it's just about supporting small business, uh, supporting people and community, right? You are all about community, Kari, right? We talk about community all the time, but we've built a community over these past eight years mm -hmm. of do hosting this event. I look back and I've met all these great people and I'm like, we are a full community. Like we are, you know, getting together, telling each other about more events, uh, you know, and just want everybody to do good. And where sometimes you don't really get that. Everybody's too busy hating on everybody and worried about who's, who Will Smith slapping and everything else. But this right here, 
it to me is so much more important. It's about community, making money, building families. And after COVID, I mean, like really to be back after COVID, um, I just really, really feel blessed. Even in my tired time, I just feel like I'm here, right? I'm here. I'm going to take advantage of this every opportunity to promote this event and to promote these people with these amazing stories and all these great, all these great products. You know what I mean? I'm, it's my passion. My passion is people. I, I love it. I get chills when I think about it. <laughs> well, it, it is colorful. It's eclectic. It's it's an extension of Jennifer. And it definitely has been tried to be replicated. It's definitely <laughs> something that people look to like, how'd you do that? How do you get these people signed up? And in reality, I'd be wondering, like, how did she get these people signed up? <laughs> but it works because it's, it's, it's something my father recently told me. He was like, yo, when you start connecting your passion to your purpose mm -hmm. and then it just everything starts flowing better not saying that you're not gonna face some uh some storms listen but it it moves swimmingly and things that you can get that kari fraser likes is uh <laughs> some of the best hot sauce made here in michigan yes you can get rock and rye jelly which i thought was very creative you get uh sandy sandra and i oh sandy's land of call oh like, sandy uh, is so amazing sandra epps her her passion for what she does she's a she's not like people say oh she's she's a face painter she's an artist mm -hmm. but her energy and her spirit of who she is is that i just feel like I feel like if I had these big dollars, I would invest in her. I would invest in her so she could have this mm -hmm. uh, Detroit doll show, wherever it is that she chooses to be, because mm -hmm. her energy and who she is is so amazing. And I've been working with, with Sand Sandy for about, I want to say, uh, seven, about seven years mm -hmm. uh, when she came into All Things Detroit. And just she just is just so awesome. Like I, She is one of those people where... I want to see everybody win, honestly. You know what I mean? But she's one of those people where I truly, truly, like, wish the best for her. Anything I could do for her, I would stop what I'm doing to help her. And and it's that spirit, that same energy um, from, you know, people just now starting out. Like, you know, the, the maker that's like, hey, man, I think I really got some good spices mm -hmm. right here. I, I, I grow this in my garden and I'm mixing ginger with some pepper and everything like that. Like, okay, you license you on board. You can sell it to the people that have been around for decades. Yes. That just want a space to really interface. So depending upon the types of businesses, all things to trade is a way to introduce yourself to new buyers and then also for other businesses it's a way to just like get get in the water and start swimming yeah and then just being in front of all these different customers all these different people not just buyers but there's someone who's going to come and find that great product and nothing is face to face anymore right here we is we have covid we come from we come from a place right now where everything was online even before covid there's facebook if you're dating somebody it's online dating it's nothing that's in person but that customer connection is so important but how do you connect with your customer when you can't even really talk to them in person you have to wear a mask so coming from two years or two and a half years almost of not being able to connect with that customer and you're back in their face and you can talk to them for that couple of minutes to sell that product. And I always say this, you can have a product and people could be so unsure. But if you talk to me and I tell you, you know what? I make this in my kitchen because my son was sick and I researched natural, natural ingredients to make this for him. It works for him. It works for me. I'm trying to put this on the shelf. I will buy it because when people fall in love with you, they're going to fall in love with that product and they're going to buy it. And those are the people that are going to become your like number one customers. 
All right, so you coming back 2022. And 2022. This is such a, like like I always <laughs> tell people, like your first Detroit is different experiences. Like we get into the background family and yes. all that stuff. When you come back, it's a whole different discussion because it's like, hey, go back to the old stuff. What did Jay-Z say? You want the old stuff? Buy the old album. You got to go back to the old interview to find that out. So now we can just talk today. What is different about the experience that people are going to get with All Things Detroit 2022 as you also are a part of curating, making, and bringing to life the Beacon Park Marketplace. You've partnered with other other uh, other makers and uh, placemakers, and, and, and I guess the world of like uh, the the term used, I think more <laughs> so is pop up shopping. Pop which up is a shop, a lot of more. Like you are, I would say, when it comes to like people that are trying to do a pop up shop, it's like it gets down to the the, the rubber hits the road, and I'm talking about corporate high level corporate. Sponsors from the Fisher Building to the to the low level church that maybe want to start. Man. So like all of that, it's you because you know all of these different uh you you know sellers that mm-hmm. are willing to do this, and it's a lot that goes into that. So what are you adding to all things Detroit now as your footprint and, and your expertise and what you do has magnified? <laughs> Everything that you said just made me think about how I have come such a long way from that one bedroom apartment because a lot of people don't know that I actually started in my one bedroom apartment. Uh, you know what? A friend of mine called me at one one morning at six o'clock in the morning and she said to me, you are the queen of small business advocacy. She said, this needs to be your title because this is who you is. You need to step into who you are and how this relates to the question about how things are different. I feel like they're going to be different because I'm different. I have in these years, uh, you know, with COVID and pivoting and doing all these things, I had to I've always stepped outside the box, but I had to step outside the box even more to create something different, to create a more of an experience, but also to show people like how I've grown, like as a person, being more comfortable with myself to bring a great experience and grow, stepping outside of the comfort zone of only working with a certain demographic of people or limiting myself to this or thinking that other people won't understand the vision and thinking just like, who gives a damn? This is me, the queen of small business advocacy. And what's different about this is not only me, stepping into myself being more comfortable in you I would say uh creating these different experiences but just um having it back and just part partnerships and growing and evolving uh me being able to step outside of my comfort zone and being grown as a person I've built those different relationships and those people are taking a part in all things Detroit because people didn't even know what it was I'm sharing I'm doing a news interview but I'm not walking up to that person because I don't think that they're the right demographic but now this Jennifer is walking up to people and saying hey you know about all things Detroit? Do you know about these opportunities for small business? And just a younger crowd of people to let them know, you know, other inspiring entrepreneurs. I think that, you know, before COVID, my demographic was, I would say, like people in like their 30s, uh, 30s and above. Now I have, you know, entrepreneurs who are small business owners that are in their 20s. And that's because I stepped outside of my comfort zone to allow them to see what I do and reach out to them. And I just had I just had to get more comfortable with myself and say, like, 
Why do you feel that these people won't or this demographic of audience won't feel comfortable with like what you're saying and what you're doing? Right. No, they need to learn and I can show them something, too. And so what's different is me. The experience is different is because these businesses that are here, we are the strong that survived. We were able to pivot through that pandemic, still be in business. And we're showing up to this event to meet that new comfortable that new customer who's comfortable being out. So there's. Jenny with a startup. We have startup TV show. They're actually going to be there and they are actually going to be uh, pitching, letting businesses pitch their business Mm. for a chance to be on national TV. We've never had Mm. that. I've been producing this event for eight years and now I have my first official sponsor, which is Chase. Mm. Uh, And, you know, that's something that's different because Mm. before Everything that I made, everything that I did, I put everything back into this. When I make money, you know, there's no rich daddy that's coming down or no rich cousin or anybody mm-hmm. that's paying for this. Everything I make, I was putting right back into this. But my only prayer was, it's like, I wish someone could see the passion and see what I put into it and believe in it is what I'm doing. And I feel that Chase has done that for me when they said, we want to do work in the community and you are doing that work in the community. So yeah. it's so many things that are different. And uh, I'm just happy to be back in my element and in my space. And I feel good. And I feel good being this Jennifer versus being the Jennifer that I was before COVID. That's deep. That's deep. So what's happening? You mentioned the TV. Uh, it's too hard to go through all of the vendors because it's so many. It's so vendors. many. It's 200. What, we have 200. Yeah. So it's like, it'll, it'll, that'll take up the whole interview. You'll be listening. <laughs> so, but... What else have you added? Because that's the other thing about Jennifer. Jennifer is always a person that, like, is adding more. Just pushing further where it's like, all right, we're going to have some food trucks over here. And it's like, okay, we're going to have some, you know, you're going to look up one day and it's going to be like, all right, so we're going to put the Super Bowl over there. You're going to be like, Jennifer. (laughs) Let's have everything there. Let's have everybody come out. (laughs) My goal is to have people flying out. You see something you see on Mm -hmm. the snooze or whatever. We want Mm -hmm. to be nationally known where we have people flying out one day for all Mm -hmm. things Detroit Day. You know, all things Detroit Day is that weekend. One day we're going to make it a full weekend. We're just going to take over and just have it everywhere. We made it a holiday. And I didn't even know you could make holidays but jennifer listen i didn't know you could make it a holiday either and i don't and i don't and i don't want to cry but you know in 2019 uh in november the day after all things detroit i lost my father um who was like my biggest fan when i'm on the news he's listening we in the mix he's listening and you know it was so hard for me it still is hard for me right now and I, when I'm taking my long drives, when I'm doing my interview, when I'm mad about business, when I'm frustrated, when I'm confused, whatever it is, I would call me. But it's OK, baby. And I have my man in my life. But like my daddy, you know, I'm that daddy's girl. And so he would always say to me, like, you have created something so great. You speak so well. I don't know how you did it, but I just wish the world could see. And that's just real. He'd be like, I wish the world could see. He would tell me, I was tweeting this person. I'm like, Daddy, please don't tweet people. Like, they're going to think we're crazy. But he was like, I wish the world could see. And so as I'm in my grief and I'm dealing with these things and I'm I'm, I'm producing cause this event again because I'm working, I was like, 
Stephanie, which is my PR, how can I make this a holiday? Like there's 313 day, but how could I make the world see in a sense what I've done? Because my daddy said so. My daddy said that people should see. And I think so too, because he put that in me like you are the shit. You can make anything happen and the world should see and they should know because it's just that great. Because this is something that can be produced anywhere. I feel like I can go to California and Chicago or whatever and produce something and support people who do what they love and make it great and he gave me that confidence and sitting in COVID and building on that I was like I have to be as great as my father thought I was and that means stepping outside my comfort zone let's make this a day let's make this a national holiday and Stephanie and I did some research uh, and we were able to go in front of the city council and all those things and um, there's still one more thing I think that we really have to do that we want to be like go all the way and get something from like the governor, which we did not. And we want to do that, but we have a national holiday and this is support small businesses in Detroit. And we need to roll with that. Like it is mm. a big thing, you know, and I'm not done spreading the word about it. And, and I mean, mm. it's, it's always like talking to Jennifer, like people think I have some ideas that are, <laughs> and it's like, man, Corey. I was talking to mama shoot the other day. I don't, you need to meet mama shoot too. But, uh-huh. uh, you know, and her ideas are grandiose, too. It's like, we're going to make, brother, we're going to do this. But you just that energy. And I think that it's great yeah. that creatives connect. So this is just some game for you guys. <laughs> or or as I told Mama Shu, we say game, or Kari interprets it in the hip-hop vernacular, or colloquialism to be more academic. But it's more so just a way of saying some information and knowledge. It's great to bounce ideas off of other people oh, yes. that are creative. And the theme song and you guys are going to hear this twice in interviews. The theme song of this year has been Gladys Knight. I really got to use my imagination. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To find a good reason to keep on, on keeping, keeping on. on. You know what I'm saying? And it's just yes. like that like that rhythm when I was a kid, like I told her. It's like it didn't really fit. But now that song makes so much more sense of like boom, boom. Boom, boom. It's like that's like in the back of my mind of just like how we find these pivots, find the nooks and crannies and figure out ways as things happen. Because, mm-hmm. you know, um, things become more grand, you know, with, with Chase yeah. sponsorship. Now, the 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 people that were, were your best volunteers are like, oh, the bag done came in. So. <laughs> Right, right. They like, but you know what? Listen, Chase is giving us sponsorship could be like a a, a minimalist thing. Yeah, but then people. But the thing is, people always, you know, people always count your pockets. That's one thing they think. Oh my God, (laughs) it's ten thousand people here, or I think it is, or what's whatever. People are counting those pockets. That's just what it is. I feel like sometimes people don't realize how much. How much work and how much money, how much everything you got to put into this before you get anything out of it. And, and let me tell, let me tell you what I told, what Mama Shu was just saying. And you're the same way. If you give a million dollars to Jennifer Crawford, she's going to come with a ten million dollar idea. You and got get that right. Nine. And I know everybody sitting here that limits themselves to their creativity because we've been there before. Especially like if you're working a job and you're going in and they're like, "That sounds crazy." If I get a million, I just be cool with that. That's not no. how we work. It's like we're never gonna work at the capacity of what we see in our face. No, we're not. 
We're not. No, that's not how we work. And people, and then I used to think, honestly, I just need $10,000. I'm good. I just need 20 and I'm good. That ain't shit right now. Mm. You know what I mean? It takes a lot to sustain a, a business. But I told someone the other day, I said, you know, it takes consistency. Yes. Consistency, because I can give you a million dollars right now. But if you go and take a month off and a break or however long you want to take, you're not being consistent and working it is with what you need to do. So the grind is real. You can get those dollars. You can get whatever you need, but you got to be consistent. And I feel that's why I have been able to be successful because I've been consistent. Mm-hmm. And and that's the that's the thing for me. It takes sacrifice. It takes sacrifice. People turning up and this is this. I tell them all the time. I'm preparing for the long term turn up because when you still working, I'm chilling and everything mm-hmm. is aligned at that point. But I would not change what I do for anything. But, and I go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I love it because, <laughs> you know, because we all were there. Mm-hmm. We all were thinking like, man, I, if I could get that five, if I could get that really, five, sometimes it was like if I could get a hundred dollars if i could just get <laughs> <to> do this <laughs> let me just get the coin and you know what even the other day i was sitting in my shop and i was thinking i was like you know i just wish jay-z or somebody would just walk in and say hey black woman what is your story let me give her my spiel mm-hmm. boom 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 it doesn't happen like that but, but but things align where so many of these opportunities start presenting themselves mm-hmm. like you say when you do the work consistently because for Chase Bank, and, and and Lord knows I'm speaking for Jennifer, so she's not <laughs> saying this. I'm speaking for Jennifer because even with the, the Neighborhood Hub grant, like, it's, it's the agency. And I'm mm-hmm. speaking also from the marketing lens. Yes. They, these organizations really want to make true connections because they're being sold a lot of game. Yes. And not game as in it's good game. Game as in it's bullshit <laughs> from a lot of people, and they don't have the real sincere connections with people. Mm-hmm. So they need to work with the people doing the work. So for them... So for Chase, as much as it's it's a it's a mutual it's a it's mutually beneficial Mm -hmm. because Chase needs to get in the nooks and crannies as a person that has banked with Chase for a long time because I like some of their online options. And it's so frustrating because it's like, man, I hate that the ATMs close at six o'clock because I live in the hood. It's not like if I get robbed, (laughs) they're going to give me some money. You know what I'm saying? Just let me get robbed and and stuff where like I put when I put a check past two thousand dollars in, they do goofy stuff like it's going to take an extra five or six days. Now that Chase is connecting with Jennifer. And then Chase says, ah, we're wondering why we can't connect with the community. And like Jennifer would be like, hey, let me call my boy right now. He's been banking with y'all for, for years. Speaker Let's get in the community. Let's him. do the work. So it's like, how do you really interact? These organizations really need to talk to people. And they don't need to talk to people because you're thinking like, oh, they got a new initiative. Because Chase is, Detroit is one of the cities Chase has chosen to do mm-hmm. the Detroit initiative. Of course. And, and Boston and some of these other cities. But it's like, it gets to a certain point where they really need to do the work. And to do the real work and connect with people... You got to connect and have some uncomfortable conversations, mm-hmm. but you still need a a, a, a gateway to it. Mm-hmm. So partnering with you is partnering with your people because now I'm not looking at that sponsorship specifically as what I have an idea of who Jamie Dimon and the story of what <laughs> Chase JP Morgan Chase is. No, over I years. didn't. I'm looking at it like. Mm, that's interesting. They partner with something that I've been a part of for forever. People that a, a, a woman that has gave gateway for for my sons, my daughters to actually sell and make maker spaces. Let's sit and let's listen. And then also maybe they'll even come up with new ways for us as small yes. businesses to interact and engage instead of just this person that just made something up to think that, oh, they got the bag. Let me just tell them what exactly. they want to hear. Exactly. But also think about this, too. I am not a nonprofit. 
Mm-hmm. Who is sponsoring a lot of events that are not nonprofit? A lot of times they want to sponsor nonprofits more so for profit business. Yeah. And that's a big thing, too. And so they've been, you know, given a lot mm-hmm. of resources that I didn't really know that they have for some of these small businesses, too. And it's it's making sense. But like you said, I work with all these people in the community, all yeah. these local business owners. So there, that's the connection. And that's how it works. And I'm going to use that relationship and build it. They've been so great. And I want to use that and build it to grow this thing, to, to, to help even more small businesses. And, you know, honestly, in November, this event, when we did the holiday edition, it wouldn't have been possible without Chase. Mm-hmm. Because I'm coming from 2020 where, you know, I'm still honoring every single fee from 2020. If anyone paid a fee for me in 2020, it's been honored. I am a person of my word. I am a person of my word. That's powerful. And and then being a person of your word, it's, I was explaining this to somebody and it's like weird. I feel like now you interviewing me sort of too because (laughs) when you work in this space of, especially here in Detroit, being Mm -hmm. black, being black, and connecting in community. And then we definitely have partners and allies that aren't black too. Mm -hmm. But, being connected to the community puts another amount of onus on the delivery system of it. Mm-hmm. I can't just go to people. I was talking to one of my homies and he was like, look, if you if, if the contract says pay a person and they don't deliver the work, then you don't supposed to pay them. It's like I don't have that luxury mm-hmm. because it's a different amount of onus on how I deliver this stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I know, as you said, like people can get caught up with chaos like. All it takes is a couple people to have a bad word, and we know how fast a bad word can oh, spread. Oh, so fast. So I have, to, I have to go the extra yard to make sure that when I, you know, talk to this musician and I say, look, I'm going to book you on these three days, and then the event don't happen or whatever, I can't mm-hmm. be like, hey, I need that deposit back. It, I got to be can't. like, keep you that can't. deposit, and I'm going to get you again. And now when I book that, that musician again, I can't go to him and say, hey, remember I gave you half already? Yeah, you can't do that. I In 2020 was so hard for me. I... I I'm like I say, losing my father, then going to be not being able to produce something that I was doing at that time for six years for a certain amount of time consistently and to spend tons of money on something and put into an event and put in something that did not happen. How do you tell people that, oh, no, it's nothing that I can do? Mm-hmm. My business is based on me supporting small businesses and helping them. It can't be like, I'm sorry, you're out. Yep. So what I did was is pivoted through this pandemic, and that's how I paid for it. Uh, mm-hmm. Would I be further along if I didn't have to do that? No. But it's important to me to be that. I had, I did have some people, you know, who said like, no, you, you know, we want our money. We want this. You know, listen, I haven't had any vacations, any anything, okay? I have been working hard and diligently. I make sure I, I am a woman of my word. I am, I honored every fee do you hear me i said if someone didn't remember that they paid the fee i reminded them this mm-hmm. is how you paid the fee they say oh my god how do you remember i'm a i'm in business i got the mm-hmm. records mm-hmm. i honored every fee and i you know this is my very last event of having to honor those fees uh you know what i mean and so it just feels great to be able to do that because I'm still in business and they're still in it business. Pay, it pays off in the long run. Like I remember I did a show. Um, I remember I did a show one time and uh, a lady's car got broken mm-hmm. into, mm-hmm. you know, and she came to me and she was like, my car just got broken into. And this is the thing. I've been in promotions for a while. <laughs> like the first time that happened, it was so funny. I was at I, we did something at Coco's mm-hmm. House of Comedy and it was like, it is what it is. 
I had to go in my pocket and I gave. It's like I gave her. I was like, "How much you think it's gonna cost to fix your windshield?" Mm-hmm. Get the quote. And then she got the quote. She was like, "It's it's one hundred and sixty dollars." I was like, I went. I I I took the time. I drove over to her. I gave her two hundred dollars. I was like, "Get your car fixed. Make sure it's great. If did you lose anything? Are you missing something?" Mm-hmm. I gave her another fifty. And uh, <laughs> and my friend was like, "Why did you do that?" I was like, "Man, because." I have to make that connection. And sometimes these connections, and I'm telling this story because that lady since then has been one of my biggest advocates Mm -hmm. of anything. Like in nooks and crannies of like, that young brother, he's my son age. And he did this this one time. And sometimes she tells the story. Sometimes she doesn't. But she's in the room as my cheerleader. Because when when we work in our community, you need those cheerleaders because the people that are not the cheerleaders or as Cat Williams will say the haters, they exist. <laughs> oh, the haters, the haters exist. I, You know what? Just being a woman, just being a black woman, you know what? Detroit is a predominantly black city, and I've created a whole day for Detroit, right? But mm-hmm. do you know that probably, I would say probably 50% of people don't even know about it. They'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, yeah, never heard of that. Don't know what that is. But I work my ass off to make mm-hmm. sure not only do people know about this event, what it means, about the people of the event. Because it's all about the people. It's mm. all about the people that participate. Yeah. It is an experience. You come, you shop and everything. But it's like everybody has just like dope stories. And they have great yeah. products. That's the difference. You can go to Easter Market on a Saturday. And it's cool. People have been it's going different. there for a century. But you could shop or not. But when you pay just that small fee of $5, you're going in there with your intentional about what you're doing. But, but it's also at being an attendant and my marketing mind. It's like what you say. It's... It's experiential. Mm-hmm. Not saying that, like, when I go to Eastern Market on just any off Saturday, mm-hmm. I'm going in specifically for what I want to buy. I'm not even necessarily stopping, stopping and thinking about these other. It's like, <laughs> yo, where's my man with the collard greens? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's my thought process. If I go to All Things to Trade, I have a presence of mind. Mm-hmm. And really, if you're a business person, this is all you want. Like what my gig fair was. You want to have a potential buyer at least have a presence of mind of trying something new. Because if you're that vendor and the guy, you're the corn guy, like, hey, brother, you want some corn? It's like, <laughs> man, I got my headphones on, bro. I came here specifically like, to I'm run just in going and in. get out. I don't even, I'm, I'm kind of mad that I had to stop through all this traffic. <laughs> I'm specifically here. It's like, yo, you ain't got the greens I want, man. What? Oh. Now I got to go back the other way. Yes. Uh, but then you just like, boom. Mm-hmm. It's like a yes. beeline and you're just going through. But transactional, it's transactional, very transactional. Exactly. But it's mm-hmm. so much to see. Mm-hmm. It's so much to see. It's an experience. Like I like to be right there at the door when the people coming in mm-hmm. uh, with a big smile on my face. You know, like I'm the greeter. I'm like the greeter when you walk in the, you know, at, at all things you try. Like, yes, mm-hmm. come in. You know, I'm excited because I'm just excited to see all the people come in. Yeah. I'm excited to see people be excited about it and tag and share a friend and post and post. But I also like coming up with just like dope creative ideas that'll shock people to like be like oh my god so like we have a music video and a lot of people don't know that we got a music video did you know we had a music video Kari? I think you knew we had a music video (laughs) and this uh, great artist a friend of mine Jason his brother uh, created a song about all things Detroit but what it says is you know you're shopping local shop small you're investing in a community and how it's important and so on and so forth and so we created this video in 2019 but this year for 2022 we're doing a little read mix we're mixing it up She's jennifer is jennifer is stepping outside of her comfort zone <laughs> uh you know what i'm saying rapping and flowing a little oh, bit man. and uh i feel like i'm really excited about you, that you really getting your puppy on yes now, i'm like, excited about people 
doing an all white, uh, all white suit next. <laughs> probably so. Dancing I'm saying, around. listen, I have been working on my personal brand. Just, I'm working on being a better. I'm not a better. I'm working on self confidence, self love. Uh, still working on that self care because that's the other part of it. But self confidence, self love. Uh, you can always improve, but you also have to be comfortable comfortable being in the skin that you're in. And it's something that um, I talk about sometimes that I've always uh, been vocal about. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm not always comfortable all the time. I haven't been, you know, like just because of size or however. But, um, you know, I had to think about like, I love me. Right. And. I had to work on my inner self and loving myself more and working on that confidence to build my business and take it to the level that I want it to be. Mm -hmm. Because if I keep myself here thinking, oh, I don't want this or I don't want to do this part or I just I'm not going to grow. And so I will always think to myself, am I not growing because why is this not this or why is this not that? I had to grow as a person. And when I was able to sit still during COVID, even though I was pivoting and freaking out and trying to get through everything. I learned to be more comfortable with myself. And I thank God that, you know, I have a, a partner, a, you know, fiance that is. There we go. There hey, go. That's an hey. announcement that I didn't know. <laughs> I wish I had the bell from drop to hit the bell. There we go. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I'm glad that I have someone who supports me. Mm -hmm. Uh all my crazy ideas, because us, as you know, as creators, I have a crazy idea every night. He likes to sleep, and Wait, I like to wake up. Every, and You said every night. You every, mean every moment. <laughs> every moment. And I like to wake up and be like, hey, wouldn't this be good? Wouldn't this be good? Wouldn't this be good? But just thankful that um, I met someone that can, like, they're yep. not as, we, we, we balance each other out, yeah. right? And, we and balance I mean, each other like, out. Here go the new one. It will be uh, all things convention centers all things the trade convention centers sometimes Actually, too. and she she just off uh, like in a in a conversation that was a real great one with the other person that you just you you know you should watch both these interviews uh you know i enjoy meeting her i thought she was awesome i thought she was Ms. amazing Copley is amazing and i'm so glad that jennifer was here you know She's Kira, amazing. Kira is it like it. It so connects, but it was like, yeah, we gonna get a all things Detroit co uh, convention. It won't center. be all things Detroit because you know mm -hmm. it. That won't be the name, but. I see a convention center in my in my future. I'm manifesting it. I'm claiming it. I will do it. My daddy's going to make sure it happen, and also I yeah. am too. Um, and, because and I Detroit just Detroit is difference festival will definitely be taking <laughs> yes. place there. I feel like you know what? Just um, I I I was at an event and I was just looking around and I was just thinking and my mind was going and I'm like, oh yeah, I need a convention center. This is something that needs to happen. Women owned, black owned convention center, but also doing that like. You know, I just look at all of the things that small businesses tell me that they're missing. They want to be in that convention game, but they need help with like the paperwork or, you know, it's just all these different rules. But mm -hmm. let's have something where we create our own fucking rules, because like who's it. to say that we got to have concession food? Like I'm, I'm going to research this whole thing and I'm going to figure it out because I feel like. In business, we can make our own rules to make it go for what it is that, that we need it to what, be, and that's, the, and that's what it's about. The people that the people mm -hmm. that created this game, and and that's what's so unique about uh, speaking. I mean, it's a common topic, as people know, on, a, on a, any Kari conversation. Usually, <laughs> the 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 thing that makes systemic white supremacy so such a strong thing to get around because these systems weren't created in design. So, one of my key arguments. And it's definitely ruffle feathers in most of my <laughs> wash business classes. <laughs> it was 
America is designed specifically for white men that own businesses and mm-hmm. property. The further you get away from that, mm-hmm. the more all of the design of it kind of can't function. It's sort of like, you know, the analogy I've been using recently is you can put antifreeze in your or you can put water in your car instead of antifreeze. Mm-hmm. But it ain't designed to function. Like, you know, you can get to the gas station, <laughs> but don't do that exactly. every day. You know, you can mm-hmm. you can use your spare tire, but when, when they say, look, really, just go to the shop and get a new tire. And then you be thinking, like, I ain't got no money for no new tire. I will just ride it out. Right. You're going to run into some problems. That's America. But we got to navigate through navigate. these systems and build, as you said. And so, so some of it is, as they say... Some of it is revolutionizing, meaning like you bend and navigate. And then some of it is what you said, too, creating our own. It's a creating mix of both. Own. It's not it's not one way or the other. It's 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 both it, because that's the approach that creates things outside of these systems, because these systems were created to, to their best interest is if I'm going to design it, I'm definitely going to design it in my best interest. If you connect it with Kari, it's going to include podcasting. It's going to include storytelling. It's going to exactly. include some video because that's what I do. So when you have new people onboarding and, and, and engaging in things, it's going to have to take their creative juice, their energy, mm-hmm. what they put into it. And that's how we get a balance. And that's how we get a balance. And also, too, I don't think I would have been this far in the business just following rules and going <laughs> by what other people say and working the system because it is designed mm-hmm. for me to fail in you a would, sense you, you would be filling out so much paperwork because you'd be like i gotta get an accountant first and i need a cpa yeah then I need no a attorney, all of those then things. i need a, a, a project manager then i need to do a this and then i need to do a that it's like make some money make make some money make it work make it yeah. happen and that's that was my focus i'm like i gotta make it happen but creating the own rules because it's not designed for me to just be like hey black woman here's this for you it's mm-hmm. gonna work no it's like hey black woman here's a roadblock a roadblock and let me yeah. tell you this every day for the last two months i want to say almost every day there has been a roadblock every day mm. to the point where I was just like, I want to pull these things, my hair out. I mean, from just staffing, from getting our new space open, from just all the all these things. It's just been something every single day. Mm-hmm. Like the take, and I was thinking, I said to myself one day the other day, and I said, Well, damn, every day is something. But is this meant? This is meant for me to try and quit and throw my hands up and say I'm not doing it. But I had to shift my way of thinking to be mm-hmm. like, No, 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 that's not what it is. But- that just means my blessing. Is is the bigger blessing is coming after this? And see, and that's where I think is it's so beautiful seeing you go through. And this is the other thing: like during COVID nineteen, you shifted into a whole shipping, uh, yes, processing for makers because it's like, okay, what what do I do? How do I fulfill that? And uh, you partner with Build Institute, where where you share in a space that for them it's like we ain't doing nothing because COVID going on, <laughs> right? And it's like, guess what? I can do something. Let's do I, something. I can do and, something. And that now has transitioned to you and your own space. But My this is so space. beautiful. You going through this process with the space and Detroit is different. We'll have a presence in there with some podcasting and video. Yes, so I'm that's excited about that. But but most of the challenges you see. As you are a collective-based thinker, which is so in line with the vision <laughs> of, uh, which makes you so so dope. These hurdles that you're seeing now are all the hurdles that so many other businesses go through. Mm-hmm. So now that you hit the hurdle, it's like, okay, I see that brick wall. I see this brick wall. I see this brick wall. 
I know these brick walls before they happen. So the next time when my friend wants to open a business, it's like, okay, you're probably I can put her on and let her know, like, listen, and not just give them game. You can step to whoever is in the process. Like, look, I ran into all of this. I'm a Mm -hmm. subject matter expert on this. And I'm going to straight up tell (laughs) you about this. This woman has, I don't know, a brownie, a brownie place Mm -hmm. where if she ain't open and making brownies in 30 days, she's losing money. On mm-hmm. this project. So if you want this, if you want this money contractor, if you want this money, Xfinity, I don't want to hear about what can't. Let's start having a conversation about what can. What because can. if you saying we can't, guess what? You need to get off the table. And mm-hmm. then you also now have the confidence where you can even go to the people like, oh, man, I'm kind of nervous because these people that's giving me money. OK, they ain't giving me money to fail. They ain't so giving I'm going to talk to fail. these people that's giving money like, hey, you brought a bunch of people that's going to make me fail to the table so you Mm -hmm. going through this experience as tough as it is with almost every nuance i know is only going to arm you with the a better process the same way you like it's a convention center it's like your consulting business and 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 skill set and and way to really speak further because so many small businesses that are in your space all say i want my own brick and mortar and most of them (laughs) get a brick and mortar and run into these headaches and i'm like ah but the funny thing is I never wanted a brick and mortar mm-hmm. for years before COVID people was my sister used to say you should do it all things you try brick and mortar and I said a uh, store and I said so many people are already carrying products for small business that's not something I want to do I am a little ADD to sit there all day and be in a shop and do all those things I'm just like but it wasn't what I wanted to do because I feel like so many people do that there's mm-hmm. with a brick and mortar there's overhead costs you're paying for so mm-hmm. many things that's yeah. not what I wanted to do and so during COVID, it seemed it was the only thing that made sense. While people mm-hmm. were closing theirs, I got a grant and I bought a delivery truck. I had an online website that I had since 2017. I paid to have it restructured where it made sense, where we're like in a sense an Amazon for small business, where we're shipping and filling, fulfilling orders. But it's trying Wait, to time out better than Amazon because if you are a small business, the rates are amazing. Because and it's for a small Amazon business and buy a small not- business. <laughs> Even though it's a lot of shoppers in that marketplace, but to even be seen in the logarithms, how they pay out things, it's not built for, it's back to like the design ain't for you. Yeah, it is. And then we allow the businesses to do pop-ups and, you know, Bill was really great about letting us use the space. It definitely was at a time that I needed a space, you know, that wasn't too expensive. It really, really worked out. And, you know, I was there for as long as I could because, you know, I'm a whole brand. I already had like needed space, but I made it work. And for us to be able to get our own space right on Michigan Avenue, over 1,600 square feet of space, I'm like, we're going to create magic up in here. I'm going to be able to do things that I never was able to do before. But I did not want a brick and mortar. And now I have one. Um, because I was supposed to, right? Because we always say what we don't want, but when it comes back around, that's the plan. Mm-hmm. It, I was this is where I'm supposed to be right now. But just in that, um, just curating the markets. You know, it's not just all things Detroit. We are creating opportunities for small business. They're shipping and fulfillment, and then I work with. Downtown Detroit Partnership. I have been working with them for five years, and now uh, I am the curator of the Downtown Street Eats program, where we book food trucks Monday through Friday. Then we're coming back downtown. We're coming back for the night market at Beacon Park every Saturday in the summer. Market Fridays at Cadillac Square uh, in the summertime, and then also working with the Detroit Riverfront Conservancy, doing events and and coordinating small businesses for their spaces. So I'm saying all that to say is this queen of small business advocacy is wearing her 
her crown and booking all these small businesses who would not feel like they could that um, who would not feel that they could be in downtown Detroit or whatever, but just giving them a platform to sell. All I'm asking them to do is be consistent, have your paperwork and have your brand in order. And if you feel like it's something you need help with, I'm right here to help them along the way. But take advantage of the opportunities like we're going to go all the way up with this thing. Being a friend of Jennifer, too. And we talk oftentimes, <laughs> you know, it's definitely a little bit more colorful when we have conversations. Yes, it is. <laughs> but uh, but with it, just, yeah, be ready. And be ready to Stay the number ready. one thing. Yes, yes, yes. The sugar free. If you <laughs> if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Mm -hmm. So but stay ready to stay the whole day, because that's what it is when you're in sales and uh, in retail. Mm -hmm. You know, don't don't get discouraged. You know, you get out there. You pick a Beacon Park day. You may be out there and it's a 92 degree day. Listen and, and here. Nobody, nobody may walk over to your table <laughs> and, and the shade ain't hit you yet. Stay there. Work your post because Jennifer has more opportunities ready for you. And, 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 and it's about the consistency and being in that position. Be ready for this. And if you really can't look yourself in the mirror. And look past it and say, well, this person got that, that person got that, or, or you know, I'm sick of being disrespected and whatever. Look yourself in the <laughs> mirror and, 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 and commit. Put your feet in there and then get in there. Do it. Get in there and do it. And the thing is, I say this to businesses, too. When they say, oh, it wasn't a lot of people. What did you do to promote yourself being at this event? What did you do to promote yourself being in that space? Yes, the organizers are going to promote it. They're going to tell people you're there. They're going to do their part. But do your part because ultimately you are there to make money. This is for you. This is your business. This is your, this is and your I shop. give businesses everything they need, whether it's a flyer or working on the Ask Jennifer mobile app that's actually coming out. Always working. See, all the time. But just all these things to get people's brand out there. But you got to ask yourself, what are you doing for you, for your brand and for your business? Yeah, and if, that's if, the important part. If people it, it could be it could be. You know, the, the time Jeff Mills was down there, I, I bumped into it. I think mm -hmm. I like it was it was so many people down there. It's like I was like, there go, Jennifer. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but and if all those people are there just because it's a bunch more people don't even mean these people are going to connect with what you got. You got to start a pot. They're giving you an opportunity. As I tell most people, we're giving even when mm -hmm. I what I tell podcasters, it's like I'm giving you an opportunity to have another call to action to talk to who your audience is. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not giving you Detroit is different is not a network, a podcast network where basically I'm about to pour all my energy into your podcast when you come here. It's like that's just not what it's set up for. Mm -hmm. You're given this platform, this opportunity basically to have a call to action to talk to your audience. So if you haven't thought through, it's not my obligation to get whatever you do because I don't even necessarily know who you talking to. <laughs> right. You know? Right. You are exactly right. You're right. You you're know? Right. So it's like just because you're a candle maker and it's a candle maker next to you, that still don't oh, necessarily mean it's like, oh man, there's too many candle makers. No. You need to talk to what makes yours specific. You know what? I have a vendor, Scent Science. Um, they... It's husband and wife. Her husband's a photographer. He uh, takes a lot of my photos and stuff, you know, photos and stuff for me. But when I tell you that every event that they're at, they just kill it. They don't complain. They don't worry about who's there. They promote themselves being there. And they are like a damn dynamic duo. Mm. But they are like the ideal client or vendor to like work with. They don't complain. If it's another candle there, they don't ask any questions. You know, I never put 
candle people right next to each other but they never complain mm -hmm. they just get right in there and they just do it and they sell their ass off because they connect with the people and they build relationships and they continue to go and they don't complain so i just want to say shout out to sense science because I, 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 I think that hey, they're dope i and, think that and, they're awesome and it's a bunch of people that always make vending seem like it's the easiest thing like even with my a lot of studio thing and, mm -hmm. and it's like my homie like he like man i just set this up and they had vend I've done events long enough. Vending is a whole lot more than basically saying, hey, you can just bring a, a six-foot table Listen and set here. up. Because it involves so much. If you haven't thought out a focus mm -hmm. of what this is, because vending ain't just the add-on to make some more money for your event. Vending, right. is a, 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 vending is an event within itself. So if you're not thinking through mm -hmm. what this experience is, where they're going to be, because they're going to ask, can I get access to water? Can I get access to electricity? Can I bring some extra people? Yes. Uh, I, you know, how how do I get this? Who's going? How long are they going to talk to me? How long is like my podcast thing? How long are these people going to mm -hmm. be talking? Because if they're talking, they ain't going to be selling. So it's like, if you're not really going to, I think, mm -hmm. empathize and walk through the vending process... Don't just try to get some extra money. I tell most people, like, nowadays, if people want to vend and walk up to me just because I'm a community guy, mm -hmm. I say, look, in reality, I don't have no vending fee. Mm -hmm. If you think you can sell some stuff and you're going to be, I, I basically give my terms and my parameters of the rules of, like, don't disrespect what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And if it's fair, give me something. And, and now, has it been times where I've seen people sell, like, you know, a boatload of stuff and probably not, not throw me anything? <laughs> but that's still cool. I because can see I that. Need the positivity mm -hmm. because I'm not going to put the focus and the intentionality. Now, when this person does come to me and say, hey, I need more vending opportunities, it's like I passed them to you. And mm -hmm. I don't even necessarily know if any of the people I've passed to you have reached out. They might have. They might have signed up. I mean... You know, I feel like it is our job as when you are organizing an event where you are having vendors or you're having people pop up, it is your job to give them all those details, set them up. We cre we have layouts with maps, very detailed instructions, and I do feel like it's your job to promote it and all of that, but it's not my job to sell your product, and that's the, that's the only rule in it, but... It is our job to set it up and lay it out so they know this is what you need. This is this, this. But I can't sell it for you. Mm -hmm. I'm giving you know, I can't sell it for you. I'm telling you, you need to bring your own table. I'm telling you, you need to bring your own, like, you know, own extension course or however. But it's I can't sell it for you. And a lot of times when sales are bad or different things like nothing, like even with Beacon Park, like it's every week is not like a crazy busy week. But, but anything that you do weekly, it's not, you know, it's it's, it's a hard thing. But, like people just want like, I just want it to be instant gratification. I just want it to be like yeah. right now, right now. I mean, I want a million dollars right now today. I want to I want that convention mm -hmm. center today, but it just doesn't work like that. We got to work at it. But when you're vending, see, that's the weird thing about being consistent is like that door to store sales technique. Sometimes you sit there all day because mm -hmm. I'm one of them type of people. Like I when sit I went there to, all day. To Giovanna's, uh, uh, marketplace that she did at, at Detroit Sip, just just in support of Giovanna. Yeah, she's awesome. But I'm awesome. one of them people that, um, you know, I'm the type of person that will come because Jennifer's like, "Hey, Kari, uh, come over here. I just want to da 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 uh, drop off some flyers for me, or you know, maybe get a picture because I need something. I'm gonna be on the news or something." And it's like, yeah, whatever you need, Jennifer. I'm the type of guy that will come. Mm -hmm. You have something that's cool. I do like giving gifts for a lot of you know. I have a lot of. Uh, Usually I'm like gifting people that help in my business, mm -hmm. you know, so like if I can find a cool gift for, for one of my clients or just one of my supporters, I'm going to get it. And I'm probably not just going to get one. 
I may just come in and, and I've done that at the pop-up shop. I may just come in and be like, look, I'm about to buy $300 worth of something. Mm-hmm. So you may sit there and think nobody's coming and then Kari pop in on you and buy $300 worth of whatever you got going on. But if you didn't stay that whole time, if you weren't already there present and on time, you're going to think I ain't make nothing today. And then Jen- then they walking up like, Jennifer, who that guy that just came to me? And it's like, oh, yeah, that's Kari. You know what I'm saying? And that's not just me. It's a lot of people that do that. Mm-hmm. So so we in, in attitude, energy, spirits, and, and I know it sounds like, oh, man, these people are just so optimistic. But it takes the propensity of being always optimistic, that propensity of crazy yes. to do some of this stuff. Yes, it takes that. But it's it, like it is. It's the energy that you put into it. And people, like I said, people just don't want to take that time to put the work into it for it to be that way. And that can be. But I've I've been doing this so long. I've seen all kinds, all people, everything. And I just give mm-hmm. them the spiel and I just say, hey, listen, you know what? Put that change your way of thinking. Mm-hmm. You got to put that energy into it. You got to be consistent. If you sell out, you people are not allowed to leave all things Detroit if they sell out. If you sell out and that event is still going on, you are required to still stand at your booth and pass out information because we're not having just empty tables. They're like, oh, I sold out, but that means every customer that went past your table, you don't. They they're just looking at an empty table. They don't know anything about you or your business, but you don't know if you're in a store. If they want to place a custom order, you could sell out, and this person may want to purchase something, something from you online. or go to your website. Yeah. So when people be like, well, if I sell out, I can't leave. No, you can't leave. You're, you're, you should want to stand there and talk to these people. It's important. It is important. Listen, I break down all the everything in this very, very, very long instructions that I send for of your, for these events. And people are like, and I always put in the subject, please read. Please read it. Please read. They don't, they don't read. They'd be like, Jennifer, it's so long. It's just not, you know, like not even thinking about you. I... And that's, okay. what, that's also where we just say, when you come on to Detroit, it's different. It's like, damn, Corey, how many emails you going to send me? It's like a lot, man. A lot. A lot. So, you know, because the first thing, but people still ask the same questions. Mm-hmm. Even when you send that email. I'm I'm so used <laughs> to it right now. I'm so used to those things happening. And that's why uh, I started putting the big please read all or please read. Like, so that... You know, you can't say you didn't see it because mm-hmm. it's in there. And then sometimes it's like that first line. They be like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. But it's all part of the game. It's all part of yeah. like just working in this process, working with people, working right? With people because honestly, I feel like it's a couple of times that I looked at something that I didn't even read. I can say that I'm guilty. <laughs> I'm guilty of doing certain stuff, not all the time, but sometimes I'm guilty of doing those things myself. But it happens. But, um, but that's the thing about doing this work. It, it's working with people, hence why it's so hard, hence mm-hmm. why the partnerships exist. Because getting in the guts and working with people is it's going to be something. Especially when we think post-COVID, people have a lot of stories to share. You know, it's, it's yeah. like probably just, you know, when you see that vendor that you ain't seen in a couple of years and they sit and they're going to tell you their story about like, I didn't think I was going to be in business. No. You have a part of that in your heart and, and you can't just walk away from them. You know what I'm no, saying? No, I didn't think I was going to be in business. Here I am, a person who 60 to 70 percent of my income is large-scale events, events where people are in person. People are looking at each other. We're talking to each other. None of that happened for almost two years. How does someone survive this? Their sole income on in-person events. I sat there on that couch for, what, maybe a few weeks, you know what I'm saying, just chilling, watching Netflix. So I said I could either pick up these couple LBs or I could pick myself up and get up off this couch and try to figure out 
how I could not have to go do DoorDash. I was prepared to do DoorDash for sure. But at the same time, I'm like, I still want to work in my purpose. I still want to work in my passion. But also, I also realize is that I would not be in business as far as like really when I think about all things Detroit, these people pay money to be a part of something because they are confident in my ability to bring people to this space, to patronize them, to tell their stories. And that's a huge thing. And a lot of people who do events don't think about it like that. They think about it as, oh, they're paying me for a table. That's it. Who cares? But for me, my business is these people, these people that I work with, these business owners. And they're saying, Jennifer, I'm giving you this money because I see that, you know what? I'm going to be in front of these people. I'm going to people are going to know about my story. People are going to say they saw my candles. People are going to say that they saw something about me or learned something about me. So they're investing their money in me to make it happen. So my duty and my job is to make it happen. But it's also my passion and I love to do it. So to me, it's kind of easy, I would say, in a sense, some days more than others. But mm-hmm. um, I just work with some great people. I'm just feeling good. I've been That's feeling good up. all day. I've been up all day. We had, we were on Fox 2 yesterday. They had a little sound issue, so we had to go back this morning. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. I was just full of just like so much positive energy today. Mm-hmm. Just the excitement and that people have just been like, you know, rooting for me. And I'm so appreciative of that. Like the community is strong, you know, like the community and the support is strong. It's so strong. I'm thinking about these haters and those couple of little naysayers who hit Mm -hmm. me up with the BS. I just be like, block it out, Jesus. And I don't have time, but the community is so strong. The people I work with are so fucking dope. And I'm going to say it like that. And I'm so ready for April 10th because this black woman who has brought 14,000 people to a space before has a whole day that she has created for businesses in the city of Detroit. And if I never do another event again, if I never do anything else, nobody can ever take that away from me. Okay. And you know, she'll be doing many, many more. <laughs> and I lo- that's what I love Jennifer for. Cause it's like, she does the media stuff just like me sometimes a little bit, but you get the real Jennifer on the Detroit is different. Yes, you get the so, exactly. One of my friends said, "You know what? When you're on the news, you definitely." Well, of course, I can't curse when I'm on yeah, the news. Yeah, of I'm course, not, but no. yeah, no, I I think I'm always glad to come back here and chat with you. We will be doing the Ask mm-hmm. Jennifer podcast soon. We're gonna work that out. Yes, it's all coming. It's all coming. So I don't know if you want to give people some information how to get at you. Yes, yes, yes. So all things Detroit is going to be Sunday, April 10th at the Eastern Market. You can go to All Things Ticketing to purchase your tickets, or you can just follow me uh, for more details on AskJennifer.com, and also follow me on Facebook, Instagram uh, at AskJennifer. That's A S K J E N N Y F E R. Jennifer, thank you so much. Thank you, Kari. I appreciate it. That was a wrap. I know. You know, I... Black revolutionaries, distillery owners, Italian fashion retailers, and Motown Grammy winners all share their best stories never before told in any other media outlets on Detroit is Different. Visit DetroitIsDifferent.com or download the Detroit is Different app on Apple's App Store or Google's Play Store.